Yo, Jules, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, perfect. All right, cool. Ladies and gents, welcome to Ambi Podcast. And before I get started, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's been supporting season one all the way to season eight. And by the time you guys hear this, this will be season eight, episode 20. And um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to the homie, Mr. Gabe Pugtama. He's the plug that made this interview happen. And I got a chance to get to know this brother a little bit, like these past couple days, just building, just getting to know his story. Um, he is the first animator I've interviewed on the show. And when I got to know his story, I was super impressed. So his experience as an as a animator uh, working on storyboards, some of the, some of the film credits include uh, Mulan, uh, G-Force, Adam Sandler's uh, Eight Crazy Nights. He also worked on Futurama, which is super awesome. Uh, Tinkerbell and the Pirate Fairy, Planes Fire and Rescue. He worked on uh, Elena of Avalor, and his newest creation is called Firebuds. It's a Disney junior show, and it has a Filipino characters in it. So for all those who are uh, on Disney Plus, you guys can stream this right now. It's called Firebuds, and. Um, a personal favorite of the franchise favorite of mine's um he got a chance to do some shit for uh lion king 1.5 and that's super dope um and with that yes we got mr jules agimantown did i say that right agimantown. <laughs> i was just wondering how you're gonna say that last name <laughs> that's you how filipino you are right like, if you pronounce that really clear you're filipino <laughs> Man, yes. glad to be on your show, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> What's up, Jules? What's up? <laughs> this guy's the coolest motherfucker I met this week. And you know what? He's he's like he 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 tries to play nonchalant, smooth, like like he didn't do cool shit. You know what I'm saying? So fuck all that. If he doesn't want to give himself props, I'm gonna give him props today because he, he's done some amazing things, man. So yo, Jules, I asked all my guests, where were you born and raised? Born and raised. Well, born. I was. I was born in the Philippines. Nice. Uh, in, in, in Subic Bay, you know, which used to be a Navy base, as you know, uh, Filipinos know. Um, and um, lived in a town called San Felipe, just uh, on, on the biggest province of Sambales. And oh. uh, yeah, moved uh, to the states when I was one. And. Um, lived most of my life in, in in southern california started out in san diego and wow yeah man. yes I mean, you know uh-huh. I, I mean i, I mean I, I i guess i could call myself filipino because i was born there <laughs> but native yeah. but you know yeah. but obviously more american because i've lived here most of my life you know uh, i can't even speak the dialogue so sorry peeps uh, <laughs> it's just, something i just wish i could learn more and i, and I want to all good um what can you say about the community like where in san diego did you did you live at what parts uh gosh i i lived in like all parts really i mean i started my dad was in the navy uh and uh that's how he obviously got here to the states he was uh we were stationed in um what um we lived in these in point loma you know where they had used to have naval housing i don't know if they still have it yeah, we lived there for a while, um, and then moved over to like I've lived in Tierra Santa, I lived in uh, Spring Valley, uh, cool. which where, where I went to high school, you know, uh, and uh, and elementary school too, and then um, then my parents moved up to, to Vista, 
you know, right by Oceanside. And I went up there uh, for a few years until I uh, moved to LA to study animation. Nice. What can you say about the community of San Diego? Like, like you know, in, in your formative years, like elementary years, how was the neighborhood like? How was the community like? You know, especially being in the Navy family, you know? Yeah, uh, gosh, it was... It was, a, it was a it was a good time. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm an '80s kid, so um, uh, I, I just uh, gosh, I mean, I just felt like there was, was a lot of diversity back in the day. You know, I remember. I mean, um, I, I, I start. I mean, I, I just it was. I, it's one of those days where you know you, you get to play outside. You know, like you don't really see that nowadays. But uh, but you know, it's like being outside and playing football on these hard gravel streets you know and <laughs> uh, and, and uh, just, just just knowing that you know that I could just go over to my neighbor's house and just you know you know get my friends to come over and play I mean that's that's how, how it kind of was yeah um, I mean like video games started you know coming up like obviously in like the mid 80s and stuff and I mean, I, I didn't really have an Atari back then because I wasn't that rich. <laughs> you know, we weren't that rich. But uh, it was always like going to my cousin's place who had the Atari and, you know, and like you know, playing Space Invaders and all that stuff. That was cool. And, and it was only until like maybe until like, uh, uh, like, I guess like my senior year, like when you know, started, uh, I don't know, my first PlayStation, I think. It was like probably like when I was in like uh, junior college. But yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of a gamer back then. Uh, yeah. More of the old school games, you know? Yeah. Let me ask yeah, you this. Which side had, uh, who had an artistic side, mom or dad? I would probably say my dad, for sure. You know, because I, I don't, I mean, there, then I never saw him draw, but I've never seen him. And he's told me this too. Like, he, I guess he had an artistic side. Like, he did illustration, but not, nothing he took too seriously. Uh, but, I guess, you know, maybe that's where my talent kind of comes from a little bit. It was inherited in that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely say my, 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 my dad. No doubt. Let me ask you this. At what age did you start having the inclination that you had an artistic side to you? I definitely, it's elementary school for sure. And that's probably when I was, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 maybe yeah uh, I just remember just like just sketching away and I, I you know I was kind of a, a, a loner kid uh, I had some friends but you know we, we moved from like town to town so I had to change schools quite a bit in my elementary years so I don't know if that was sort of like what resulted in me like just wanting to draw you know so <laughs> yeah right but I, I had kind of a creative mind as well um, yeah and because I'm an 80s kid, a lot of like movies, you know, like like a lot of Spielberg movies were very influential. So, you know, and I just had a drawing site too. I, I love to sketch. It was all that stuff, you know, that I, I really got into. Like I remember watching like American Tale, you know, as a kid. Uh, I wasn't really a Disney, you know, fan or just, I didn't even know anything too much about Disney, believe it or not. Maybe I, maybe you watched like a re-release of Bambi back in the day in the drive-in, I think. But um, but it just kind of grew like this whole you know just this thing about drawing. Just I just kept at it, and I was just I just had a creative mind, and you know I was one of those kids that liked to draw on their covers. Remember like when you used to you take a paper bag and you'd wrap up 
books, the textbooks, you know? Yeah. And I would, yeah, right? I'd draw Garfield or whatever on the cover, you know? And, <laughs> and, and my friends would be like, you know, yo, you know, can you, can you draw me one? You know, so <laughs> I did all that stuff, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Like, as far as, like, your sketchbooks, like, the, the stuff that you drew from, the, like, when you were young, did you keep any of it or did mom keep any? Nah, I still have some... Oh, like, like back, like, it's kind of elementary school. Nah, those are probably gone. Um, I might have, like, a, a cover I, I think I still drew, you know, from high school, maybe. I just have to really hunt it down. Uh, but I can't. I, I, I'm sure I have, like, sketches that I did. I remember I wanted to be a writer, too, so I'd write, like, these sort of scripts and stuff and, and draw the characters also. Um, so I'm sure those are around somewhere. But yeah, some of those are like when I was really young, they're, they're gone. I have no idea where they're at. What was your top three cartoons growing up? Top three. My top three. Yeah. My top three. We're not including now, right? We're just calling back in the day or? Uh, that you got up for Saturday morning for sure. Like when you were young, you oh, know? Like... Dude, man, Tom and Jerry. No doubt. No my, doubt. That was my jam. Um, <laughs> that was my jam. Dude. Yeah. Popeye, you know, you used to watch yes. the Popeye cartoons. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Gosh, I mean, like, I don't know if you know, heard of Tex Avery, mm. Tex Avery cartoons, like Droopy, right? Mm. I heard of Droopy. Um, like, I, I learned about him later on, you know, in my career, like early in my career when I was studying animation. And then I asked the guy who does those cartoons, you know, and those, uh, man, I'm telling you, that stuff cracked me up. I just had that kind of sense of humor, right? You know, like slapstick kind of, yeah. like Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's, I think that's where my sort of sense of humor comes from. <laughs> it's that, you know, that sort of dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> let me, um, yo, so Jules, let me ask you this. So like, you graduate high school, in your mind, what was your plan next? What were you gonna do next after high school? Well, that you had in mind? You know, it's funny you say that, like, you know how you write this, like, what, what do you want to do, you know, all that stuff? I wrote that I wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to make movies. Yeah. You know, and so, like, but I was thinking bigger, like, I want to be like Steven Spielberg, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, the reality of it is, like, you know, I mean, it, it's like, you know, guys like Spielberg don't come along too often, right? You know, and there are a lot of great filmmakers that I follow today now, too. I mean, I say Spielberg because he's the one who's sort of, like, this movie has really influenced me, you know, growing up. Uh, and George Lucas, you know, to some degree, um, you know, and I just learned more about filmmakers and, you know, and then animation people for sure. But yeah, but filmmaking, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be a filmmaker and, uh, and, and did I write animation? I think I wrote animator too, I think. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to be. Dope. So you graduate high school. What did you pursue next? What was next? Like, so were you gonna go to um, like, what? What would you do next after that? Like, did you apply for colleges? No, I, I didn't have the grades to go to a good school. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just a I was just an average kid, uh, average student, like like just be average student. So like dreams of going to like UCLA, not even attending state or anything. You know, I just that wasn't my thought you know i wanted just to pursue my art right right and i knew that you know just, just go to junior college and just take art classes and all that stuff um, but the funny thing is that in arts in, in high school i only took an art class one time 
you know, you think like when I was drawing, painting all the stuff, and just gone all four years in art school, but but I didn't do that. I, I kind of did my own thing, right? And then, yeah. uh, and it wasn't until like in college I said, no, take it seriously. Let's take a drawing composition class. Let's take a watercolor class, you know, and uh, and I did that. So I did that, and that's when I started to learn, you know, like learn more about the arts, you know, and, and drawing. I was working on my my drawing skill. And then, um, and then my teacher goes like, you know, I see you draw a lot of cartoons and stuff, you know, what, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, maybe like animation, I guess, you know, and the thing was like the little mermaid had come out. So that was like around 89. So that was the perfect time. Cause I was just like still in college, like trying to figure out what my career was going to be. And that movie totally just blew me away. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, when I told my teacher about this, she was like, oh, you gotta go to Cal Arts. You gotta go to California Institute of Arts. You know, it's up there in like uh, Valencia. I said, whoa, that's hard, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, you know, then I, I learned about it and I remember going up there and I started looking, I started getting like these sort of brochures, you know, from different art schools. It wasn't like just universities, like I, 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 I got information from like Art Center, College of Design, which is in Pasadena, uh, like Otis Parsons, CalArts, um, maybe another place. I think somewhere like the East Coast too. I got like just, you know, I, I remember, I think I was set, uh, uh, sending mail. I remember this was like before email and stuff, right? So, you know, I, I get that in the mail. And so when I got these like brochures, you know, I thought, well, let, me, let me go to Art Center first and see what they offer. So I went there and and, uh, and and checked it out. I even had a little portfolio too with some of my really early work, really crappy stuff. But they liked it for some reason, and we're like, "Hey, you know, we, we'll, we'll we'll take you, you know, next year if you want to come." I'm like, "Oh, snap! Okay. Uh, well, let, I want to I want to talk to the CalArts guys too, you know, because uh, I know they're sort of I don't know they're competitive back then, right? Because they're like the two main art schools. Yeah." You know, like for for to get into animation, really, and and Calus was the more premier animation school. Um, so I eventually went up there to talk to like uh, to the head of like the animation department. And this guy's name was like his name was Bob Winquist, you know, and he was there for a long time. Very, you know, like like CalArts had been around since like I think nineteen seventy and stuff. Like sponsored by like Disney, like Walt Disney himself. So um, it was called Mary Schoonard Hall, I think originally. But um, so I was like, yeah, let me go there and check that school out. And uh, they told me like, yeah, we'll, we'll take you, you know, too, if you're, if you're interested. And I was like, awesome, <laughs> you know, you know. So then I, I planned to go the next following year. I could have gone like the year before, but I decided to just give it a year because I still wanted to practice, you know, and like to, to you know work on my drawing skills, you know, and, and also get my degree, which really didn't matter, you know. But uh, so in 1990. You know, I got accepted to Cal Arts, and then dope. Yeah, and then that's where I started, that, and that's really where it began. This is where the journey begins. Nice. How many years did you do in Cal Arts? Three years. Wow. Three years. Yeah. If yeah. there was three things that you learned in that school that you still apply to this day in your craft, what would it be? Three things I learned that you still apply to this day that. Oh. That that you could only that you only really could have learned there, like, like you know what I'm saying, like something unique that they offered you that, yeah, that you learned there that you still apply to this day. Well, my animation skills. 
Yeah. I wasn't that great. I wasn't that good of an animator, you know, but, but I learned the fundamentals. And that definitely helps out, you know, when, when you do storyboarding and stuff too. I mean, uh, I did storyboarding also. I think I learned a little bit. I learned quite a bit. I had a great teacher named uh, Rob Lentz, Robert Lentz, who he had worked at Disney, you know, animation and uh, worked on all the big movies. He worked on like Aladdin, and, like uh, Beauty and the Beast, and you know, uh, just you know, those movies, right? You know, so he's been around, and he was such a wonderful guy. And it's awesome I can still call him my friend today. You know, he's, that's dope. He's somebody I actually eventually, you know fast forward a little bit you know i got to work with him on a project too so it was like you know it's just awesome to be working with him and he's a great chef too by the way like this guy could cook like a, like a maniac nice nice yeah so jewel so you do three years of tolerance what would be the what was the next step for you that you think that you thought you were going to do after that well work for disney dope <laughs> bottom line i mean that's like i mean that was pretty most of us like goal really yeah when i was yeah. there and like i mean i mean there were artists like like pure artists and, and talented i mean like I, i'm just proud to say that like a lot of my colleagues they're just fantastic i'm not just like they're not just as talented people they're just good people like just really good people and you know i still call them my brothers and sisters today you know? nice so it's just that camaraderie like all that how we have school that we shared and bonded now you know, uh, and, you know it's, it's, it's sad that most of us could make it all the way in there. It's such a selective, you know. I mean, it's it's, it's competitive, right? Um, so, you know, a few people can get an opportunity to work at Disney, you know. But like, it's just that working hard part that really, you know, how badly do you want it? Um, and in my case, you know, I, I tried. I, mean, I don't think I was one of the best in class, you know, but. Um, but there was definitely, I, I felt like I was good enough to try to get there. And uh, when I when I got an opportunity to, 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 to go into the Disney internship, and trust me, people were applying. It wasn't like there's just a few people who were applying to the internship. There was hundreds of people who were applying, not just from CalArts, but like around the country, you know. Yeah, no so doubt. It was like, it was definitely a, a privilege. Know, just to be like, oh, yeah, talented people. And there was probably like about, I don't think, maybe 20 of us, maybe more than that, a little bit. So, you know, we knew we were badass. <laughs> we knew we were like, <laughs> I, I mean, I try to stay humble about it, but it's like, God, you know, see, talk, talk your shit, man. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just fun. And, and uh, you know, again, just good people. I had a great time. So, one of the best times of my life was just being that internship with, you know, with, you know, yeah, with my with my colleagues, yeah. So you applied for the internship in 1993, right? 93, uh huh. And then, out of all the people that like all the applicants, how many people started that year that got that got hired with you? Gosh, you mean like after the internship? You saying or? Well, how many interns got hired that year when you guys applied? I don't know. I mean, some of us went out for separate ways. Some. Some people had their strengths in certain things, like people were good at like background drawing, like layouts, like drawing sceneries and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there was a few that were like really good animators. Um, there was one who actually, he's one of the top directors now at Disney Animation, his name's Byron Howard. 
Uh, and like he directed uh, Tangled, he directed uh, Zootopia, um, and just fantastic. I mean, when I was interning with him, he was just you know awesome guy. And I just even though I saw his style, I was like, this guy's pretty good. Um, and I don't want to tell much for the story because I don't want to, you know. Uh, but but the thing is that he's just like really awesome. I just remember being—he's like one of the, and he won an Oscar. So like he won an Oscar for Zootopia and uh, Tangled. So like, uh, you know, rightfully so because the guy is just an amazing artist and had had a good eye, you know. So I'm not surprised that he's as successful as you know he is. So, um, but there's a few other people who came out of there too. I mean, one of my friends in his son. You know, he works over at uh, in, in Austin for a company called Riot, I think. Um, and I, I could be wrong. It's that you know that the game Borderlands. Borderlands? Yeah. He, yeah, he works on that game. So, um, so he's working on that. And uh, gosh, tell you the truth, I don't know what, what, what everyone else is doing. <laughs> Honestly, we don't. We need to stay in touch. We, we kind of did afterwards, but you know, we all just went off and did our own thing eventually. So, um, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. So let me let me ask you this, man. Um, how did you land the gig on working for, uh, on Mulan? Gosh, I mean that. I mean that was that was just an instant thing, you know. It was just so after my internship, I was like out of work for like. I want to say almost a year. It was like '93. I finished in the summer of '93, and then, and then I, I, you know, it was the next step. I guess Disney, right? And so I heard about this training program, the storyboard training program at Disney, and uh, I applied for that. And you know, and, and it had a little help too because I came from a Disney internship, so I, you know, they they knew who I was, and uh, so. I applied and you know didn't hear anything for months, and then finally I got the call like in the beginning of '94, you know, telling me like, uh, "Hey, you know, you just you know we we want to bring you on for this, the story training program here at Disney," and that there was like, "I'm on my way. This is it," you know. So yeah, that was exciting for sure, and like. Of course, you know, everybody said my parents were happy. Like all those loans paid off finally, you know. Uh, I could really, for my dad, I, you know, I feel bad because that he's a Navy guy. And, you know, he was encouraging me to like to, to join the Navy so I could get the GI Bill. It's like pay for college and all this stuff, right? But like, dad, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not a military guy, so <laughs> no thanks. Um, so, uh, but getting that call and, and getting an opportunity with the Disney was just like, wow, this dream come true and uh packed up my bags and found a place up in uh in uh just outside of glendale and yeah and there you go i was on my way dope and then for mulan so did you have to like how did you get the gig for mulan like did they like did they specifically hire you for that or how did that work kind of i mean kind of again i was going through this story training program Okay. You know, learning learning the basics first, like learning the Disney way. You know, I had a had some awesome mentors. Uh, had like one of my mentors was Lorna Cook. You know, who was amazing. And then Chris Sanders was you know probably the bigger name because he he's the guy who created Lilo and Stitch. Um, you know, and he was my mentor. You know, uh, for a bit. And then um, 
gosh, and then we had like this one legendary sort of veteran guy, his name is Vance Gary, who uh, was our sort of mentor for all of us, you know, for the trainees. And loveliest guy, man, he was awesome. He was just, just so cool. And like learning a little bit about the history of Disney was just kind of cool. You know, there's a guy who worked on like the Aristocats, you know, you kind of go back, I think Jungle Book, you, you know, you go even further back, you know, so uh, he was he was around, I guess, when, when Walt Disney was around. <laughs> so that was that was awesome to, to, to work with him. Um, yeah, and then so the call from Milan came when, when we were like done with our training and we all kind of just basically passed the, you know, flying colors and everything. We got put onto different shows, right? So there was like, there was the Hunchback of Georgia Down was being made at the time. Um, there was Hercules that was being in development, and uh, I another thing. But and and a, and, a, and, a, and a show, a movie, which was not called Mulan, it was called China Doll. That was the original title. You know, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like whoa, Disney. Um, but that was kind of like the that one was just in development and stuff, and uh, so. I mean, I knew the title was kind of messed up because I, I was taking like Asian Asian American classes, like studies classes in CalArts. So, you know, um, so I was like, that doesn't sound right. Eventually, they changed it, of course. You know, they, they gave it a, a, you know, I think the title was then called The Legend of Samulan. You know, it had a nice sort of long title and everything. And uh, it's so funny that that, that title kept, kept getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> I think it's like I wrote that, let's just call it Mulan. <laughs> You know, that's, that's what they ended up with. Dope. But yeah, so that's where it began. Yeah, how, how many years did it take to work on Milan, or how many months? I mean, the, the movie was, for me, it, it was probably just uh, about, if you include the apprenticeship, because I, I was an apprentice on the show, and then another, kind of like another probably eight months to a year, I think I was on it. So almost a year and a half, I was actually on that project. Maybe a little more than that, maybe, maybe two. I can't. I forgot to count. Because um, you know, when you're on a on a movie at Disney, you're on it for quite a bit. You're on, a, you know, there's a lot of development, a lot of story development, a lot of meetings, a lot of boarding sequences and changes and all this stuff. It's a very organic sort of process, you know. But there was sort of their ideas right there, and, and we're trying to piece together, you know, a movie. So, yeah, that's. And, uh, and the movie came out '98, huh? Right, ninety-eight. It was released in ninety-eight. Yeah, nice. I don't know if you know this, but it celebrated its twenty-fifth anniversary. Like, it's just you know, general public release. That's so, awesome, man. Isn't that crazy? Twenty-five years ago. Tell me about the work you did for Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. How was that? That one was pretty fun. That one was pretty cool because I mean, because Adam was there. Adam Sandler. You know, I honestly didn't really get. I didn't even know his movies, you know, prior because I never really watched them, and then. So when I got hired on that, I did my quick research, you know, like I've heard of movies like The Water Boy, you know, Happy Gilmore and stuff. And so what's this guy up? You know, I mean, I, I've seen it, like Saturday Night Live, I, that's the only time I've really seen him. I've seen this opera guy, you know, this is his character, but I didn't really yeah. know his movies. Yeah, yeah. And I remember watching those movies and going, oh my God, this is my kind of humor. It's just stupid humor. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like so crazy. Yeah, so, and that, that's when I was, you know, was, I knew what I was getting into. You know, and and definitely, if you've ever seen the movie, it's pretty crazy. It's a, it's a funny, it's it's pretty funny, but you know, but like I don't know, critically, it wasn't like the most, you know, like 
uh, praised movie. But I, I love, I love the production. The people were great. My my fellow storyboard artists were awesome, and I made some really good new sort of close friends on that show. And um, and one of the first films that came out, I, I did outside of Disney, so it was just nice to apply a lot of my Disney knowledge into you know, into that movie. So. And it has heart, you know. If you want to watch In Crazy Nights, there's a lot of heart in that movie too. So, um, definitely one of my favorite productions. I love it, man. Uh, tell me about Futurama. How was that like? <laughs> that one was fun too. Uh, I mean, because uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Simpsons fan. Like, I love <laughs> the Simpsons, like the early Simpsons, but like the, probably the first ten years. Some of the stuff is okay. I've seen only a few, but I, you know, I've, I've sort of lost touch with the Simpsons nowadays. Um, but uh, but man, I love those, love the early Simpsons stuff. Um, but the the guy who was my boss, like my my sort of supervising director, was Rich Rich Moore, who was one of the directors on the original Simpsons. And so I had so much respect, you know, working with him, and, and he was a funny guy, you know, and. The, the, the production itself was just pretty cool. It was different. I, I wasn't doing storyboards, you know. Though. I was I was doing this thing called character layout, and it's it's a little bit closer to animation, like doing animation stuff. Like your characters, when you draw the characters, they had to be on model, you know. Like uh, I couldn't just like go off of my own style. I had to really stick to the model and stuff. So so I ended up doing that for about six months on that show. You know, until I got another call to work, you know, to go back to Disney. And mm-hmm. as much as I wanted to stay on that show, I would have loved to stay on Futurama for that whole full first season. You know, um, I just thought, well, this is an opportunity to get back to Disney, you know, and uh, work on something there. So that's kind of what happened. I love it. So were you working for Disney like continuously, or it would be kind of like, like project here, project there, project here, project there? Yeah, it's it's a hustle, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was at Disney Animation with on Mulan, and then I worked. Then I got moved to another show called Dinosaur. Uh, That's dope. Done over there. Yeah, I worked on that, and then and then it was over. It was done. You know, it, it's kind of what was my my lowest point in my career was. You know, because after I was done, um, I had to. It was kind of like being out in the real world. You know, because all this time I've been like, you know fed with a silver spoon with this Disney and everything and everything was like fantastic it's great you know it was awesome and then when I didn't get picked up to work on you know another show it was a real bummer it was a real downer you know and I thought oh gosh now I have to find a job like another job but you know um, I was able to land you know on um, another stu- for another studio it was a company called Klasky Shippo that did Rugrats oh wow Rugrats yeah, so I worked there for a little bit, you know, in, in the commercials department, like they do commercials. So I did that, you know, for a few months. And uh, it was a very humbling job, you know, because here I am working on like a cool movie like Milan. And now you're, I'm working on some like commercial, this Burger King commercial with, you know, with Chuck E. Cheese, you know? <laughs> so, you know, but, you know, the reality is like, you need a job. Right, you just take whatever you can get, and that job was one of those blessings that I had. Like it got me kind of back on my feet, and uh, and I and just kind of worked my way back up. You know, like working like on movies like Adam Sandler's, you know, Big Nights, working on Futurama. You know, I even had a job that took me all the way up to to Skywalker Ranch uh, to work on a 
yeah, like the guys who do Star Wars, right? Okay. You know, I went up there and worked for, for a little bit, you know, so I got experience to, to go up there to, to work on, at the studio. And that was, that was pretty amazing. True. Um, yeah. Just go, so, man. Yeah, man. Let, let me ask you this. Um, when when you go through hard times and fall in hard times and sometimes we think our careers are popping everything's popping everything's great everything's lit and then something like that goes down um how did you keep your sanity and your mental health level-headed like how did you like not give up what, what would you tell yourself yeah. like yeah look that was that's a tough one because like your ego like shock right yeah you know and uh and i say this for everybody who goes through this in life you know yes. you have to just kind of just persevere and i, I took whatever i could whatever it, it, it no it wasn't a disney movie no it wasn't some other big movie or whatever it was a job it yeah paid bills. yeah it man. got me you know and i knew I, I still knew in my heart that i was a good artist a good oh, yeah. storyboard artist you know, so I never gave that up. Uh, and I still had friends who supported me, you know, my colleagues and stuff. My roommate at the time, you know, it was very supportive. And, um, you know, so I just kept thinking positively, like, you know, I'm going to land on something, I'm going to land on a job, and it's going to get me back on my feet and everything. And it did. There were, I mean, granted, so like, I, I, there were days or months I was off for, like, you know, for a while, collecting unemployment and all that stuff. And, um but every top every job that i took I, I just appreciated it i was like you know i was just grateful to just be working and i knew too that like these are connections these are people that made me help me out down the road you know and so i just stuck with it i just stuck with these people and like whoever hired me you know and to this day these are people who i still stay in touch with and and a lot of them have moved up you know, a lot of them have like supervisor positions and stuff. So it's so important. Like you just have to maintain friendships and just be a good person, and you know, and uh, just keep knowing that you're you're here for a reason. You're 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 an artist. You're you're you're, you're talented. You know, some people just don't see it. They just don't know you yet. You know, they haven't worked with you and stuff. So yeah, those are you know those moments. Like I didn't like them, <laughs> you know, but but you do rise up and. And you just have to work hard. You just have to believe that, you know, you believe that, you, you, you know, things are going to work out. No doubt, man. You're a true yeah, folk, yeah. you know, like a true hustler that never gave up. And It's a hustle. That's the just, truth. Right. You know, like, and I say that for everybody, like musicians, artists, you know, dancers, whatever profession, actors, man, it's a hustle. That's why it's project to project. We're all project to project. We all wish we could just stay at like a big company like Disney. Like, I thought that. You know, I thought oh, I'm gonna be working on these Disney movies for the rest of my career. Nope. You know, out the door. You know, they didn't, they didn't care. I mean, some people didn't care, but it was like it was reality. It's a reality check. And so um, we all have to come from that. You know, we all have to be, learn from that. And um, you know, that's you know, that's I guess somewhat successful that I am now. You know, like directing on this new show. Uh, it's like it is a blessing it's like you know I, I, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done and, 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 and stayed patient right I just do the job and don't complain you know and I don't know just try to make my boss happy basically and I'm saying like 
a true Filipino, like hardworking and hard worker, hustling and like um, uh, letting the you know doors for, doors are opening for you because you kept it out there. You know, you stayed consistent. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure you learned something about yourself and something about your craft every movie. You know, every every project along the way, like helped you get better to this day. You know? Yeah. And the yeah. most ironic thing about this is, to this day, you're still connected to Disney because your new show Firebuds is on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're still connected. Yeah. You're still connected to Disney somehow. And um, let's talk about Firebuds, man. Um, what was the okay. inspiration for the, for the show? Well, I mean, that's someone like my, my showrunner. His name is Craig Gerber. You know, you, you know, uh, you, know you, you gotta talk to him about that. How he developed the idea. You know, the main character. His name is Bo. Which is after being after his son. His name is you know Bo, um, but um, you know we you know we would set out to make this sort of fire and rescue, not about fire, rescue, like a first responder a show about first responders, you know. And so that's what these main characters are. Like you get these three human characters who each have their own. We call roommates, you know, like room room, you know, like because yeah. they're because they're, they're vehicles, they're cars, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so. Um, and they all live, you know, sort of harmoniously, you know, together. It's, a, it's obviously a fantasy show too, but it's a fun little kid show. It's kind of like, you know, those other shows that I'm, I'm not going to name because <laughs> those are competitors. Uh, yeah. But ours is special in a way that it's like, you know, it is. It deals with like, like there's a fireman character. There's a there's a like an EMT, you know, like <laughs> character, right? And, then we, and we have a kid, you know, who's like a, like a cop, his dad's a cop, of course, mom's like a police chief, and, but he, like, he's also an inventor, too, he builds these cool gadgets and stuff, uh, yeah. but it's a super fun show, and I still treat the show like I treat, like, my movies, you know, like, this is, this is going to be an epic show, you know, that's my, always my mindset when I approach these shows, as much as this is a kid show, this is going to be a badass show. I'm, not, I'm gonna make it a badass show. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you. So, for all those who are tuning in, it's now available on Disney Plus. Uh, season one is uh, out there, available for streaming. Y'all gotta check that out. And for the page description for this episode, uh, I'm definitely gonna put this information out there for the show, so you guys can check that out. Um, let me ask you this, man. Um, you've been in the animation business for 30 years now, and. Yeah. That's 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 really dope. Like you're a true OG, you know. Like, um, where do you see the next ten years of this? What 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 else are you trying to accomplish in this field? Like, you've done some of the greatest like animated animated films already, you know. Like, oh, I forgot to ask, yeah. Lion King 1.5. How was that? Lion <laughs> King 1.5. That was believe it or not was not. It was a, it was kind of a short stint, you know. It was a it was a movie or made for TV kind of movie. It wasn't released on the big screen or anything, uh, you know, because you know they were doing these sequels like, you know, like Mulan two and you know Cinderella three and like you know Little Mermaid twenty. I don't know. There's so many different like sequels. And the Lion King one and a half. Who the director of that I worked with on a previous show, and he wanted to work with me again, so I came on and helped him on the show. Um, that I guess that went through a lot of like you know sort of changes and stuff. And uh, when I heard the concept, I was like, oh, this, this is pretty wild, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I, I know I was trying to just uh, you know uh, come off the success of Lion King because everybody loved Lion King, 
you know. And so, but it was just fun to work on it because I got to draw, you know, Simone and, you know, or not Simone, not Timon and Pumba and Simba, you know, all this stuff. You know, because I, I love, Lion like, King's one of my favorite Disney animated movies. Um, so to, to do that was just kind of, you know, an honor, you know, to, to work on the character. So, but it was a fun experience. It, it wasn't as long as, you know, that maybe like three months, I think I was on the thing. Uh, it was kind of like very close to like finishing up. So I was there to kind of help, you know, uh, add boards to the show, fix the story and uh, help my director out, you know, on the thing. So a lot of fun and, uh, you know, Definitely when I, I kind of forget about sometimes because it's like, I don't really follow any of the Disney sequels, you know, uh, <laughs> but definitely one of my favorite, like, you know, uh, little, out of all those Disney, like, all those like remakes, not, they're not remakes, they're like sequels, you know, that's kind of my, my favorite, kind of my favorite one, I think. No doubt. So I was going to ask back to the question, like, you've been in the game for 30 years, right? Um, where do you see the next 10 years? What, what else are you trying to accomplish in this field that you haven't done yet? That and I, I mean, think you've done a lot. Like, yeah, I know. I don't. God, I wish I had. I mean, I have ideas that I'd love to work on. You know, the concepts and stuff. Um, I honestly just want to keep directing for as long as I can. I, I love this job. I love doing directing, not just on the show, but like, I love collaborating, and I love working with people. I love like having a team, like with storyboard artists. You know, and I want to try to set an example for these guys. I feel like. You know, I've worked with so many directors in my career and, you know, and, and most of them were fantastic. Some were great. A lot, I learned a lot, you know, from a lot of these, you know, directors. Um, <laughs> and a few that were like, you know, a little hard to work with, but, you know, it just, uh, I've only maybe one time maybe quit a show, but maybe my whole one curve, one time in my career. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think there was a good reason for that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, I would obviously would love my own, like a Filipino-centered show, right? Would be like number one. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I hope I could collaborate with somebody on that. I don't think like doing something on my own, it'd be so tough. You know, I don't consider myself a writer, even though like, you know, it's like we do story boards and we focus on story. Uh, but anyone, like I have, I mean, I have a lot of buddies who are trying, they're trying, to, they're, they're hustling too, you know. One of my, my closest friends, his name is Bob Rubio, you know, and he, he's, he's awesome, man. Like, he came from San Diego as well. That's why we were, like, tight. Like, me and him were like, kind of the best bros. So, but he, um, you know, uh, both of us coming to the same town, same kind of story, just about. And, uh, you know, but he's been, he's a lot more successful. I feel like he's more successful than I am. Because he, he worked on Pixar. Like, he's yeah. up there. You know, if you, should, if you have a chance, you should interview that dude. You know, they'll get some good stories out of him. What's his name again? Uh, Bobby Rubio. Is this your homie, man? Yeah, Bobby Rubio, man. You gotta, you gotta look, hook him up. All right. Hook up with him, man. He's, 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 he's dope. Uh, I, I know a lot of people. One of my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out with some of these guys because these guys, I mean, I love these guys. These are my brothers, you know, and, and sisters too. Trust me, I have some sisters too. Um, but another one who's like, he's my cousin, which is great. You know, his name is uh, Jeff Rangel. Yeah. That's a guy you should hook up with too. Like, he's, he's, he's dope. I mean, that guy, he's funny, talented. He's hes my kuya in a way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, we could talk about it later, you know, if you want to you reach out to him. No um, doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, 
yeah, I mean, I, there's so many other people too. I, I, I know I'm going to be missing names and stuff, but uh, I, I, I just get inspired by these guys. And like, I hope that I can get the chance to work on something that's more, you know, Filipino centric, um, especially a story like, you know, in the Philippines. It's, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, um, these, these kind of things when you want to develop a show, you know, get it pitched and all that stuff, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's like, you know, you got to be there at the right time. You know, with the right people, hopefully the right company, they'll make your thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, keep having that passion for your for your thing. You know, and that goes for any any project, like music or you know, uh, dance or whatever. You know, I love it, man. Uh, Let me ask you this: um, There's been a lot of remakes lately. They've been remaking a lot of old classics. Yeah. Um, between the Lion King and between the Lion King, the new Lion King that just came out maybe three, four years ago, or Aladdin, which one did you like? Between Aladdin, Lion King, and Aladdin, or the, just the, any, any... the new Aladdin and the new Lion King, the, the Aladdin where Will Smith played the yeah, genre. yeah, I've, I've I've seen both of them. Which one did you like more? <laughs> you might give you trouble here. Um, <laughs> no, I. Look, I respect those movies. I understand what Disney <laughs> trying to do, uh, you know. But if you're talking about like technically, okay, like if I if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably lean towards Lion King, you know, just what they try to do with that movie. Yeah, you know? and parts of it are beautiful. Some of it's like really like amazing. Like this is like live action. Like it looks real. But I know everything's CG and stuff. So in that yeah. regard, you know, I probably could lean towards that. And again, like Lion King is one of my favorite Disney movies and stuff. But it's kind of like, you know, you're not going to be better than the original movie, you know. So um, that's that's kind of what my opinion is here about that. What's what's oh, your I, thought? I didn't really care about the show. <laughs> Which one did you like more, the new Beauty and the Beast or the the new uh, Little Mermaid? I mean, the Beauty and the Beast came out like maybe four. It's been a while. No, not too long. Yeah, no. Nah. You talking about the new one, the remake? The new Beauty and the Beast and the uh, yeah. yeah, that or the uh, new. Little Mermaid. I didn't see a little new Little Mermaid, so. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I. Yeah. I wow. did rush out to see that one. Beauty Beast, yes, I did see that in the theater. Uh, that was kind of a struggle to watch, but you know, um, nah, I'm not, not 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 the biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they did a great job with the uh, with the new Little Mermaid. I think the main character, mm -hmm. I think she put it down uh, on the acting tip. And um, I think you'll like it as, as, a, as a Disney fanatic, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, I'm curious. I'm always like curious to see how these movies, like what they did, you know, like compared to the to the original movie. And again, I know Little Mermaid is like dear to me, you know, it's like, I know it's like a Little Mermaid, right? This dude likes Little Mermaid, but it's not just that, but it's a great story. You know, it's like there's something about <laughs> that character. It's like, you know, it, it was entertaining. The music is awesome. and. You know, it's just a dope movie, right? Um, but so, I mean, that's the reason why I didn't rush to go see the Little Mermaid yet. Uh, I might just wait till Disney Plus until it comes out, and I'll check it out. Uh, but just, yeah, you know. I love it, yo, man. So, let me ask you this: um, with everything going on, you know, like sometimes in life, you know, do you think? Do you think? 
doing animation and doing these kind of movies and these projects you think it keeps you being a kid at heart like you're still a kid at heart like <laughs> like you'll always be a kid at heart you know like doing this yeah yeah of course totally. that's a good thing and that's a good thing like that's a good thing you know like there's something about your life that's always gonna keep you in tune with what's going on with the youth what's mm-hmm. you know just you're you're in, you're tapped in with with what's, what's going on with the youth man because yeah. you're doing things for the youth and um mm-hmm. in a scale yeah. of one to ten ten being the greatest how much does that play a role in like keeping you a kid at heart <laughs> dude like 15 man yeah um, no doubt i love one thing i love the laugh i mean who doesn't love the laugh man we, yeah. we need more laughter you know, <laughs> you know today so um you know if, if there's an opportunity to, to you know to, to tell a joke in, in one of my sequences and my, my, my you know episodes you know i try i try to push some of that humor and stuff right uh, but in real life with friends and everything i'm always joking you know having a good time and just trying to i mean like we all have serious things in our lives that we deal with and, you know and like it's always good to come to an environment where you know um where you can kind of like you know and there's a lot of cynicism in this world you know and like you know a lot of things that are happening that are like you know everyone has an opinion on something um but you know i, I just try my best to really just you know try to see both sides and have a sense of humor about it you know and because this like we don't live in this for too long <laughs> you know it's like why am i gonna have to suffer you know i want to just have a good time i want to just you know hang out with friends hang out with my kids you know watch good movies and and, and, and bad movies too which can be entertaining um i, I don't know i i don't you know i just don't want to think negative about things I try, I try to stay positive no doubt no doubt yeah. let me ask you this man um as a father like uh what what does your kids think about what you do man <laughs> what, what do dude, they think kids, about dad like do you, do you tell them what the fuck you do like do you do they know uh, that you work know. on Mulan bro like they know that yeah of course they do and do they know about Futurama and all this shit, man? Yeah, wow. I was shocked how much they liked Futurama. Like they watched, they watched every, they watched all of the episodes that I haven't even seen it, you know. And like they, they love that show. What's your? Yeah. How many kids you got, Jules? I got two. I got how, a sixteen-year-old and twelve-year-old. Sixteen-year-old. What do they? What's the best? What's the best compliment your your kids have given you? What do they say? The best compliment. Let me read my uh, Father's Day card. That I, <laughs> I love it. That's the yeah. No, they love me. I mean, I, well, <laughs> I love them. I mean, they're they're awesome kids. What do they they're say? Awesome. What do they say? Like, Dad, you're so dope. What do they say? No, it's just I guess they really appreciate when Dad supports them through hard times and stuff like that. You know, and and showing love and showing affection and and being there to listen to their problems and everything and. and 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 telling the, the stupid dad jokes and stuff like that, you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm just being just a dad, and and I think they appreciate that. So being in their lives, you know, so um, it's crazy, man. You can just tell when someone's energy is just humble, and someone's just a good person, and someone's you're like you're super humble, man. Like that's dope. 
Like, I appreciate you. Let, let me ask you this, Jules. Um, is it tough to balance a family in this type of career? Is it? Is it difficult? Is it? It can be. It, yeah. Does it demand a lot out of you? Like. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, time. I think like, directing now is a little bit harder because like I have more meetings. I go to the meetings and stuff, uh, and then I have to meet with my team and go over scenes or whatever and all the stuff. Uh, when I was doing storyboards, you know, that was just what I did. I did storyboards. I just draw, right? And then like I'm trying to meet a deadline, and sometimes when I'm like I'm falling behind on something. Like, ah, I gotta burn the midnight oil now. You know, I gotta stay up and try to get the stuff in. So those times, you know, uh, can happen as well. Uh, but uh, but like the hard parts too is like when you finish a job, right? You're like, okay, what's what's the next gig? If you don't have anything lined up, you know, that's get kind of hard. Like, you know, great, I'm, I'm out of work. I gotta go. You know, when I get you know collect unemployment, I still gotta take the kids to school. I gotta pay for you know, feed them and all this stuff. Yeah, it, it, those are the parts that you know it, it can be hard. Um, yeah. Um, no. What's what's your advice for young interns in Disney right now, 2023? Any, any interns? Yeah, the young interns at Disney right now. What, what would be your advice for them to like to survive, to survive in this? You know. Well, I, I shared it quite a bit. Like you know, when I was going through all my rough times, like you know, you just gotta be patient. You know, you gotta be patient. If you're out of work and people don't believe in your stuff, you know, during that time, keep working on your skills. Just get better. You know, take life drawing classes. Keep taking. You know, if you have to take classes, take classes. You know, just get good. It's like I, I relate my business to sports. You know, it's like if you want to be good in the NBA, you got to be good. You got to practice. You got to, you know, just keep, you know, practicing. You know, your shots and all that stuff. It's it's. It's the same thing with drawing. You know, you just, just gotta keep, you know, you know, just keep keep practicing. Keep, you know, keep disciplined. And um, so, you know, and I've seen a lot of young people stuff. I've obviously seen more portfolios than I've ever had. You know, because we hire those people. And you know, there there are some people, and I go, well, they still need a lot of work. You know, and and some of the people who've come to me and talk about to have advice, I basically just you know, like first keep drawing <laughs> you just keep drawing and then uh and then uh you know it, 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 and nowadays people like to post their stuff on social media and everything that's kind of a good sort of gauge of like how people would like your work you know if they see it and, you know it gets some notice gets some recognition um obviously i didn't have that grow you know in the business early on i've had to kind of work harder and like prove you know like you have a portfolio you show that to people um But um, and, and and work on your stuff too. Work on what you want to work on, like your thing. Like if you have a, a passion project, work on that. You know, keep yourself busy. Keep yourself creative. Um, collaborate. You know, meet people. Make sure you network. Like network is huge. I mean, that's how I got this job. You know, I mean, it's just through networking. And so those. Are, I mean, some of the basic stuff that you get to, like in, in all industries. You know, it's, it's all the same sort of idea, and, and our and our and our business is kind of small. It's a small kind of circle, um, but you know, because you'll come across you know people that you worked with before, and and, and and people that you've always wanted to work with. You know, you might get an opportunity. You know, 
to do that. So, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's a, enough advice there. <laughs> nah, for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, uh, Firebuds, is there going to be a season two? Uh, we are working on it, yeah. Dope, dope. Yeah. I can't wait. Yep. Um, any other announcements out there, Jules, that you would like to tell the people? Like, what, what can they stream? What's av- so besides Firebuds, what else is available for streaming for some of your work right now? Man, I mean, like, of course, the movies that we mentioned, right? Um, yes, dude. Gosh, <laughs> so Mulan, Mulan's up, so Mulan's up on Disney Plus right now. It better be, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. hell yeah, yeah, it better be. Watch the animated movie. You know, about the live action one, I don't, I don't know, but you know, what's the live action, the, the animated movie, you know, that's the OG. Um, but I, I mean, look, I know I work for the company and everything, but like, I'll support what we what we put out there. So, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know for the most part, we do really good stuff. And, you know, um, yo, Jules, you're the man, son. You're the man. <laughs> yo, yo, where are you gonna get? Where are you gonna come down to San Diego? Let's fucking party. Dude, I want to for sure. <laughs> I'll come down. I love it. Yeah, Yo, when I'm off, because I know you're in the IE right now, right? You're in the IE. You're in San Bernardino. Wow. Yep. Yep, man. I know. Like, I'm. A, I call. I call myself a Southern California guy. Because <laughs> I've lived half of my life now in LA. No doubt. No doubt. You did. So I know. As you much did. as I, you know, look, look, I got Dodger fan friends. You know, no, I'm <laughs> I'm a Padres fan, so uh, you know, respect to the Dodgers, but you know, it's like uh, yeah, I'm from San Diego, so I have to root for my. And look, I got the Chargers. I know, those, I know, there's haters out there, San Diego, you know, fans. I get, I all my close friends are, you know, used to be Charger fans. My brother's one of them. Uh, he lives out in Chula Vista, so you know, he, he might peek and then go, oh, how, how's that Justin Herbert guy? You know. Uh, so, but but they're, they're in LA, so of course they're closer to me. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you back and talk more in detail, man. Um, so yo, ladies and gents, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm definitely gonna include Jules on Instagram, so you guys can follow him. I'm gonna include the uh, the information for Firebuds, so where you guys can stream it. It's now available on Disney Plus first season, season two coming up. Um, peep out the classics, peep out Mulan, peep out the classics, you know. Um, I'm gonna hit you back right now, Jules. I'm gonna call you back right now, right? Oh, sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, you know what? Actually, one last question before we end this it's only right, you know. Um, hip hop is turning 50 this August 11, yeah, and uh, the fact that it's turning 50, and we've seen where. We've seen how many phases hip hop went through each decade. Like, like every decade, it goes through a, a transformation. You know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. I want to know what you what you think. Like, where's the next fifty years headed? And do you have any plans of incorporating more of hip hop content, hip hop music in your work as the years progresses? You know, as as hip hop yeah. gets older and older. You know what I mean? I know. Man, I know that's. Of course, that was my music growing up. Like, yeah. You know, Run DMC, you know, uh, L. Cool J. Um, I mean, L. Cool J was my, my favorite rapper at the time. Uh, but definitely, saying, you know, I mean, you know, so, I, dude, I, mean, I grew up, like, the 90s really, I really got into, like, the, the hip-hop, 
but early on, yes, you know, if we're talking like like one DC, like you know, Beastie Boys, even Beastie Boys too, you know, um, I would listen to those that's their songs like over and over again, you know, Hello Cool Day especially, um, you know, and then uh, when I got into college in Cal Arts, bad friend, I had a buddy, you know. Uh, you know, who works at Pixar right now, and he used to be a DJ and everything too. So I learned a lot more about hip hop from him. And that was dope, man. Because like, you know, like, 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 uh, dude, what's that? What's that, what, what's that group that sings Black Sheep? Um, like uh, those guys. Um, gosh, like learned about uh, old dirty bastard. You know, I was, yeah, you know, I was, I was in all that stuff. Yeah, I was just listening to. It. I can't. I'm not very good at names, so. You know, like in the West Coast stuff too, right? I mean, I was into that. I was loved uh, uh, NWA, this <laughs> and that shit. Um, you know, even like Too Short. You know, like back in high school, man, I used to listen to him. Um, so it's just like the culture. That's just what it is. You know, I know how Filipinos, man, we love our hip hop. You know, my brother was a, used to be a DJ, uh, so you know, I learned like a lot of music from him. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Cal Arts learned a lot more about hip hop and. I still listen to it, you know. I still I don't listen to it as much as today. And if I do, it's of course like the older stuff. Uh, my, my daughters are kind of like they're, they don't really get into hip hop much. Oh, my oldest one though, you know, she, she's a dancer too, so she'll, you know, dance hip hop style stuff. So she, she's learning a lot of that stuff too, you know. But like people like Drake and all that stuff, you know. I, I honestly don't know their music that much, uh, you know. <laughs> no I mean, doubt. I respect them. I respect them. I don't. No you know, I'm not saying it's Drake. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm still learning, and I thank, thanks to my daughter. That's what I'm knowing because they they control the car when I'm in the, I'm driving. They, they they control Apple Music, so I'm, I'm listening to the music, which is cool because I want to learn. I want I want to hear this stuff. I love it, Jules. Yeah. Oh man, thank you for doing this, and I'm inspired. You know, because you know what we know what I take out of this. Like, you know, there's people who dedicate their whole lives to their, to their craft. And um, as a hip hop artist myself, you know, I've been at it since I was 15. It's like, when we dedicate our lives to our craft, you know what? Life just happens for us. Like, yeah. like w- 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 when you pursue what you really love to do, and when you pursue what really makes you happy, it gives you a whole different life that you would never expect, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You get to do things that you that it was once a dream, but it's no longer a dream, man. It's a reality. You are living your dream. Like it's a reality. Mm-hmm. Your 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 dreams are your reality. It's crazy, right? That's um, right. Starting yeah. off from a ten year old, like you said, eight year old boy who was just sketching all the time, always drawing, and look what it gave you: some award winning critical films and that transformed. Um, American animation, you know, like Disney mm-hmm. is 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 a uh, it's probably the biggest company you can work for in films, you know. Forget animation, film, period, and film, yeah. you know, like yeah. And you should be proud yeah. of yourself. There's not a lot of you know, there's not a lot of us that that can do what you do, man. So, I mad props, you. man. Yeah. Keep killing them, Thank man. You. you know what I'm saying? Thank you. And yeah, I mean, like. I think about the ones who try hard. They're trying to get their stuff out there and stuff too. And you know, I hope to collaborate with any of those people, really, because I mean, as much as I work for this company, I'm, you know, proud to work for Disney. You know, it's, uh, you know, I just know the ones you know, who are struggling. You know, and uh, they have the same dreams that I do. And some 
haven't got there yet. Some had opportunities and they're still finding their way, you know, and um, and I have a young, I have a 12 year old who wants to get in the business. Oh, wow. And, you know, of course, part of me is like, you're going to struggle. It's not going to be easy, you know, but uh, look, I mean, I, I'm a, you know, it's like, it, 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 and I'm trying to instill stuff in her. And, I mean, she's only 12, come on, it's like, you know, it's just, it's not, I just let her do her thing. And, and then she really wants to pursue it more down the road. I'll, you know, I'll be there to give her mentors and stuff and advice and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I love this business, man. You just have to love it. Cause I could have given up easily. After that, that time of Disney animation, I could have said, fuck it, you know, I'm, I'm done. I, I'll find another career, you know, I'll find, I'll do wedding videos or whatever, you know, <laughs> just to make a, just to pay the bills. But I, I survived, you know, I, I, and people who've been in this business a long time, like people know people have been around for 50 years, you know, they're, they're survivors and we're able to just still do the job that we love. And, um, you know, we're lucky to do that. No doubt, Jules. Yo, ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in. MD Podcast, we did it. Jules, I'm going to hit your back right now. All yeah, right. cool, man. Can't wait. Good looking out. All right. Thanks, guys. One love, yo. Peace, peace.